This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 13. You want to have your best marriage, an excellent relationship with your kids, and you want to win with money, you're in the right place. Thanks for listening today. How would you like to retire at age 35? Sounds impossible, right? Well, our guest today, Steve Adcock, figured out how to do it. Steve and his wife, Courtney, have had a dream of early retirement for quite some time now. Together, they have been tirelessly planning, diligently saving, and constantly dreaming of leaving their nine-to-five careers behind and exploring the country. In late December 2016, just a little over a month ago, Steve handed over his ID badge and a resignation letter and stepped into his first month as an early retiree. Steve now has the freedom to pursue projects he's passionate about, and he'll never fill out a timesheet or have a performance review ever again. On the show today, Steve and I chat about his journey towards early retirement, what his life is like now as an early retiree, and how he came to reach early retirement so early in his life. There will be some helpful resources mentioned during the show that you can access in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 13. So let's get into this exciting conversation about early retirement with Steve Adcock. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. I have an excellent guest today, Steve Adcock. How's it going, Steve? Doing awesome, awesome. How are you, Andy? I am great. It is early in the morning, and I love kicking off my day with a great conversation with uh, intelligent people like yourself. So that's the point and the reason we're here today to chat with you. Can you give us a little bit of uh, background on who you are, Steve? Uh, Sure. I'm a a recently retired uh, IT person. I am 35 years old, retired just a couple weeks ago um, from from full-time work. So I get to Really, I now I just get to enjoy my enjoy my day, focusing on the things that actually make me happy. Uh, I did retire, or I did get a uh, degree in information technology back in in the early two thousands, and worked for the you know the the next twelve years or so in this in this IT world, doing programming and database work. And you know, I really do love doing that, but I just didn't like doing it for somebody else, for a big you know multinational corporation. That just wasn't for me. Um, so we, we, we decided to save as much money as we can, retire early, and really focus on the things that make me happy. And I'm glad to say that, I'm, that I have finally, um, after, after many, many years of making this, um, re- really turning this into a reality, I have finally made it. That's incredible, Steve. So you say many, many years, but I, I understand that you are in your mid-30s. Is that right? Yes, mid thirty five years old, soon to be thirty six this year. Awesome! Well, uh, congratulations on such a gigantic feat in in the middle of your thirties to become retired. And and when we talk about uh, retirement, I know you're very specific about this on your on your site. Is that 
This is retirement from working for somebody, having a exactly. job, a nine to five. Not, yes. uh, hey, I'm gonna um, sit on my golf cart and slowly fade away. Is that right? Exactly, exactly. I won't be sitting in a rocking chair with a shotgun in my hand telling kids to get off my lawn. That's not my <laughs> that's not my version like like Clint Eastwood style. That's not my version of retirement. I, I can still work if I want to work, but I'm only gonna choose the jobs that make me happy and it certainly won't be for the money. It'll just be something to keep my mind active and focused on, on something productive. Excellent. Well, that's that's extremely inspiring and part of the reason I wanted to have a conversation with you today. So can you give us a little background on the the job that you were describing that you did have and and you know not to knock your former employer or anything like that but why 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 did you why did you just not feel inspired to make that the next 30, 30 years of your life? Yeah, you know, I thought about this a lot and I've come to the realization that even though it was easy to, you know, dislike or hate the employer, I I really don't have a problem with the companies itself. I mean, they they were perfectly fine companies. I got paid well. They they treated me fine. Um, so I didn't really have a problem with the employer itself. It's just the business. It's 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 the nature of the business working for somebody else. All the things that encompass a job. It's not just the work that you're doing. It's the performance reviews you have to worry about. You have to answer to bosses. You have to um, really submit to you know requirements and schedules that that are pushed on you that you may not agree to, but you just have to do it because that's the nature of the game. Things ha- have to be done as quickly as possible. Um, and you know, I like, like I said, I enjoyed the work, but the other things around the work that just come naturally free, <laughs> free of charge with any job you have, those are, are, are the things that I was really escaping from. Um, so yeah, the, the companies themselves, they, they were all fine. I really don't have a problem with them. It's, it's just the, it's the negatives that come from a job that I, that I just had to escape. I, I just did not see myself doing that for the, for the next 30 or 40 years. You mean you weren't inspired by weekly time cards? No, I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it just came, I mean, it was, it was such a routine. I didn't even think about it in, in anymore. So I guess you can make the argument that, well, if you don't think about it, it shouldn't bother you, but I still had to do it. Sometimes I forgot that, then I got, you know, now, uh, complain to from, from from my managers to submit my time card, and I have to go in on Saturday and do it. Oh, no, no, nice. I that that's not that's not inspiring. It's my own fault for forgetting. I I totally admit that, but that's just part and parcel of of the the kinds of things that that I just had to escape from. Awesome. Well, you know, I since you worked in the IT field and you retired early and uh, you are not working at your job anymore, I picture this guy named Peter Gibbons from Office Space. Do you ever see that movie? Oh, yes. So so <laughs> tell me how you decide, I mean, sorry, not decided, what, how did you go in and then uh, tell your employer that you weren't going to do this anymore? This, is, this has got to be golden. Um, actually, that's interesting. Uh, it was I gave my employer lots of time, so okay. it was probably July ish of last year. Um, I didn't retire until December, mind you, but I told my employer in July after a stipulation came down that we had to get certified in this certain uh, technology. It was like Security Plus training or something because of our uh, because our customers wanted to see that. Um, so I called them up, and I didn't really want to go through the process of of you know cramming for a test and passing multiple tests and get and getting certified for something that I'm not going to be doing or care about in the future anyway so I called him and I pretty much said hey um 
this is cool, but I really don't want to do this because I'm going to be retiring in six months. How about you? You just let me skate by here without having to do this, this security training. <laughs> and um, to to his credit, uh, he understood my my position and where I was coming from. And um, that actually worked out pretty well. He, he, he did not make me do that. And I got the cat out of the bag, didn't have to do the uh, s- uh, security plus training, let him know that I'm going to be gone at the end of December. And we're good to go. So there really wasn't any animosity. I didn't write some scathing I quit letter, uh, letter like I had drafted and posted on, <laughs> on on the website just for just for fun right. um i don't like to burn my bridges there's there there's never anything positive that can come from um burning your, your bridges so i i went out as as best as i possibly could and happy and and helpful and um you know that that kind of a thing but um but yeah, that's that's really how how it went down. It that's, was his requirement that I get certified in something that I just didn't want to be certified in. <laughs> that's good. Well, so you went out like a gentleman. I, I had sort of this movie moment where you you know you you put the letter there and then you walk outside and you take the fax machine and you go and hit it with a baseball bat in the yard with your totally friends. totally. So, no, it's all good. So, but, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but when he said uh, when when you gave him this news, though, I'm sure that was a a, a bit of a surprise to him for a young guy to retire in the mid 30s. Is that was, am I right? Yeah, yeah. He he has never heard that before. I mean, no, <laughs> nobody has ever came, come to him and said, "Hey, I'm 34 at at, at the time, and I'm going to be, be retiring in six months to pursue a, a life of travel." And he goes, "Man, that I that." Uh, yeah, um, that that sounds really fun, and I I mean, if I was in your shoes, I would probably do the same thing. But wow, that was pretty much his his reaction to me. Did he ask to come along? <laughs> um, Take me with you. Not directly, <laughs> but <laughs> as as much as we we would love to uh, to to address that, uh, the airstream might not fit another person full time comfortably. <laughs> Perfect. Well, so great segue. So you you said uh, I'm not sitting on my lawn and 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 telling kids to go away. Where do you live right now? We live in a KOA, a campgrounds of America. Because my wife my wife is not officially retired yet. She will be mm-hmm. at the end of March. Okay. My boss pretty, pretty much begged her to to stay on, but mm-hmm. she's going to be doing the exact same thing that I am. And then we're really going to set sail officially in April. But right now we are stationary. Um, a KOA is like the you know the resort of campgrounds. We have all all the amenities here. Uh, we are paying a little bit more for a campsite, but you know what the hell? We're we're still making money, so I don't necessarily have have a problem with that. <laughs> That's great. So where's that located? Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Oh, awesome! Very cool. So um, yeah, excellent. So so this this life and this um, you know delivery of of going into this earlier time it sounds incredible and inspiring. Most people worry about amassing millions of dollars in their retirement accounts before they they do this. Financially, I have to ask, how how did you do it? Well, we we won't have a million dollars by the time we uh, retire. And the key is not necessarily how much money you have or how much money you make. The key is how much money you plan to spend every year after you you call it quits and the lower that money or you know the the lower that dollar figure is the less you will need before uh you do need to retire or can retire rather i guess i i guess i should say so our planned 
uh, yearly expenditures after we retire is between twenty five and thirty thousand a year. So that that keeps it pretty darn frugal. Yeah. Um, and that has in- enabled us to call it quits as early as we are. My wife will be thirty one. Um, this this early because we just don't plan to spend a lot of money, and we have side hustles that that we'll be doing. We could always pursue odd jobs if we absolutely have to, but. Really, we don't plan on having to do that, um, but, but because our expenses are so low, we you know we we just don't need a million bucks. Right. Now, if if you're going to be spending like a like we did before we decided to pursue early retirement, uh, like in the neighborhood of a hundred grand a year or something, uh, you know something along those lines, then yeah, you probably will need to amass two, three, four million dollars before you you can call it quits, but. Um, we've really come to realize that stuff and money doesn't make us happy. It's the freedom to pursue our, our own lives. That's what makes us happy. That's that's exactly what I wanted to hear. That's great. So it's a combination of changing your mindset of, wow, actually, I don't need millions of dollars if I, <laughs> if I can change what my requirements are. And if, if we look internally enough, as you're saying, our requirements aren't really that much uh, in order to be happy and, you know, live live your life with your your wife and and travel the country. It sounds incredible. So, yeah, it's amazing how little we actually need to feel happy. I mean, I came from a house in the suburbs. My wife came from a house with a beautiful view, and now we live in a two hundred square foot airstream, and we are perfectly comfortable. It's just a change in your routine. It's a change in, in, in your patterns. But once you really dive into those changes, it, it just becomes old hat and you get used to your, your surroundings. Um, and you, I've, I've really come to realize we don't need the space. We don't need the big house. We don't need the big fireplace, the, hu- the huge kitchen. Everything we have right now is perfectly fine for us. That's incredible. So, so you mentioned some high, side hustles that you're going to continue to do that you don't, it's, it doesn't feel like a job to you because you love it. So can you tell me a little bit about what, what that is, that work that you're going to continue to do? Yeah, a couple things. Um, really, the first and foremost is IT work, uh, web development, database development, that, that kind of thing, but for causes and people that I, that I believe in. So I'm getting involved more with um, J Money at Rockstar Finance. I don't know if you're you're uh, familiar with yeah, that name, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're okay. Good, good. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pursuing some projects with him. Those are those are causes that I that, that I believe in. So I I mean I do love doing the work, and he uh, he obviously isn't some multinational corporation. So I really get so much more happiness um, giving my time to those kinds of causes. Um, one of my other hobbies is photography and videography. Uh, right now, I'm just doing that to pursue our uh, our YouTube page. But in the future, I have some you know thoughts and desires of maybe offering videography services to campgrounds and other uh, businesses around the the nation who are looking for some videos to be produced and not pay ten grand a pop. <laughs> right. So um, that 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 might also be something that I will uh, that I will pursue in the future. Excellent. So outside of um, the income that you'll generate through these side hustles and, and, and working at, um, activities or hobbies that you like, uh, did you guys use any other investment vehicles, uh, to save up that you, you know, will be able to live off of? I, I know normally when I'm saving for retirement, it's a 401k Roth 401k, IRA, yeah. but, uh, are there anything, is there anything that you invested in that you're going to be utilizing for your retirement before you're of government re- retirement age? 
<laughs> yes, we did. We do have uh, over three years of living expenses in an ally savings account. That's a lot more cash than yeah. most people are, are, are comfortable with uh, with keeping. But we are perfectly OK with that, especially because the market's doing so well right now. Um, it's bound to uh, return to uh, to normal, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll say it that way. And once that happens, those you know, that cash reserve will certainly be a really, really helpful. Uh, we'll probably also take advantage of the Roth conversion ladder um, going forward so we can start withdrawing some some of our money from our long-term retirement savings accounts early without taking the um, the penalty. Oh, could you tell us a little bit more about that? I haven't I haven't heard much about the Roth IRA conversion ladder. Is that a opportunity for people to take some out of their Roth IRA without all, without all the penalties? Yeah, yeah. As long as as long as it was contributed at least five, five years ago, you can you can uh, withdraw the money that you put in tax free, penalty free, um, and and live all off of that without actually incurring a, a traditional penalty that that you would if you were just you know taking money out uh, before the the five year mark or from a, a traditional four hundred one k. Wow. Uh, so that's that that's kind. Of, I mean, it's called the. It's called the backdoor Roth IRA right, uh, right. ladder. So I think uh, Curry Cracker and some and some other bloggers have have talked about that in some detail. Cool. Uh, so we'll be utilizing that that mechanism for sure. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. 
marriagekidsandmoney.com slash tell them. Excellent. So, um, so everybody would want to know what is ret- what does retirement feel like? What do you what do you do? What what's your typical day look like, Steve? When you when you wake up in the morning? <laughs> it's funny because I'm I'm actually writing an article about that right now. It's I mean I still get up at five a.m. because my my wife likes to go to work early, so it's just easier for me to get up. Um, I do my best work in the morning between five thirty and about eleven thirty. That's that's really my core productive hours. Uh, so I get up, take the dogs out for, for their, for their initial walk, come back in, I sit down, I really start to pursue my side hustles and that's my it work and, and things of that sort. I'll edit videos and whatever I I think needs to be done from that end. I will start to do that early in the morning, uh, around seven, I'll go to the gym. So I'll take a break from, from computer work. I'll stay there for an hour, hour and a half, come back and re-engage with whatever I, I was doing before. You know, if I want to work on something different, I will. I mean, the, the, the freedom to choose my own schedule and what I work on and in what order that's been, that's been truly awesome. I can't even, I can't describe how nice that, that, that has been. I really get to pursue my life, pursue every day based on how I feel. And that that's something that I never got to do before. I had a set schedule, set tasks, set projects, but now it's whatever I feel like working on, I will do. And I know, you know, that after every, you know, after each week, the things that get that need to get done will get done. But now I have the freedom to decide you know, the order I get to pick and choose what I do first, what I do second, so on. Um, so I'm just as productive and everything gets done, but I get to choose exactly the order that, that things get done in. And that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. And, and that includes naps, by the way, there you uh, go. Now you're shortly talking. after, sure, yeah. <laughs> shortly after lunch, uh, I will typically take a little 15 or 20 minute cat nap and I feel completely rejuvenated, uh, thereafter. That is exactly speaking my language. The, the the nap, I think that's like the that's when I'll know that I'll have have a retirement. If I can take a nap sometime in the middle of the day. Those Google those Google pods look really nice that, that they have there. I think they were want to make everybody stay at work as pos- long as possible. Oh, like, yeah. By providing them with every essential need that they might have. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so you my... guys you guys have this airstream. Um are you uh, are you planning any uh, trips uh, coming up, uh, or is this uh, are you guys going to work on um, getting Courtney, your wife, uh, retired first, and then and then making some adventures? How's, how's that going to go? Uh, we do small trips every now and then, but really, for the most part, we are we're stationary until uh, until March. There may be a trip or two. Uh, maybe we, we might try boondocking a couple a uh, couple more times. We just installed solar uh, panels on top of our airstream last November. So we're looking forward to, to some opportunities to get out there, disconnect from uh, from power officially, and just live really 100% off the grid. Um, we we've tried that here in the KOA just by you know disconnecting from the from the uh, power pedestal at the campground and to you know to test that way. But we really don't have the feeling of not having that power pedestal, not having that fallback, that that safety net. So uh, we we may do that a couple times. Um, but in terms of big trips, uh, we really don't have that planned until April 1st, and then we're off to the uh, Northwest. Oh, very cool. So you guys have some destinations in mind already? 
Yes. Um, we're going to do a little family vacation in, in Oregon during um, like the last week of June and in, into July. So we have we, we have that destination already planned. And between, you know, April and July, it's really fair game. We don't we, we don't have every night planned. Trust me, my, my folks live in Utah now, so we'll spend some time in that area. Then we'll just kind of slowly make our way up. Um, but in terms of, you know, how long we'll stay here and there, we don't necessarily know that we just know where we have to be in June, but, um, we have, we, we really have ultimate flexibility to stay as long as we want, wherever we, we happen to feel, you know, comfortable, I guess. That sounds great, man. That's, that's retirement to me. Flexibility and freedom. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, we, we touched on it a little bit, but I think in order to help people get an understanding of how they can get closer to a life like this of early retirement in your mid-30s, you have a website called Think, Save, Retire, and it breaks down into individual areas on how people can become educated and start to make a difference in their lives and push towards an early retirement can you tell us a little bit about what think, save, retire means? I guess maybe in those individual areas. Yeah, I mean, it really starts with, and this is the the think aspect of this. It really starts with wanting it, wanting it bad enough. Um, I've I've never really dreamed of. I don't think many of us dream of working until we're sixty five or seventy or whatever the average retirement age now is, and then retiring then. I mean, we all want freedom. We all want to retire early and, and pursue well, most of us uh, want to retire early and pursue our, our dreams outside of the office. Um, but a lot of us don't want it bad enough. We're you know, we have to keep up with, with, with the Joneses, the coworker just bought this car, the neighbor has, has this. We feel like we have to keep up or we're not going to be seen as successful enough. Whatever Whatever it happens to be, um, if you want it bad enough, you will you will shed those those predispositions, the 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 focus on making society believe that you are successful because you have these possessions. Once I once I really started to realize that, first of all, society doesn't care about me. It they don't care what car I drive. Um, that really matters to me only that the what what matters to me is what my happiness what you know the, the the collection of things in my life that makes me the happiest and going to work and making money just that doesn't factor into uh, into this equation um so really once i decided that i wanted this bad enough uh, the cable TV got got axed no no longer pay for that the magazine uh, subscriptions stopped Expensive cars, you know, I've had a dream of having a BMW 7 Series. That's that's nowhere in my uh, in my uh, plans anymore. I I just don't need that stuff anymore because once I once I started to downsize, minimize, get rid of the the clutter, simplify my life, I realized that everything just become or became a little bit more simple for me, and I actually got happier with the less stuff I had to, you know, store and maintain and that, that kind of a thing. So, um, thinking is really the first step, wanting it bad enough and everything else flows from there. Excellent. Excellent. And then, um, so changing your mindset, your methodology with how you approach life and money is the first step. And then save is the next one. How do people get to be better savers or start to make a difference like you did? Yeah, and and I think these these are connected. 
Um, once you want it bad enough, you want the goal of early retirement or financial independence or whatever it happens to be, you've decided on that goal. Okay, we have a goal. Now, how do we get there? So if, if, if you want that goal bad enough, the saving becomes easier. It's like, all right, so I want this goal. Maybe I don't need cable TV. Maybe I don't need to buy this, this expensive car. Or maybe I could downsize from my 4,000 square foot house with a family of three or four into, you know, a 1,500, 2,000 square foot house, whatever it happens to be, or in a, or in a co- in, in an area of a town that with a lower cost of living, maybe I could do these things to help me get to that goal a little bit faster. Um, and probably the easiest thing that people can do if they're, if their companies offer a 401k, especially if they match a certain percentage of that employee's salary into their 401k at least can uh, contribute that much. Um, my my wife and I always maxed out our 401ks. In fact, early. In fact, so I mean that was that's automatic. You don't see it; it just happens, and your savings slowly, slowly builds and builds and builds. And that's really the the important concept in saving: make it automatic. Automate as much saving as you possibly can because that removes the temptation to spend. So if you don't even see the money coming out of your your paycheck, it just automatically happens from the bank, gets transferred into your savings account, gets transferred into your 401k, your Roth, whatever whatever it happens to be. You don't have to deal with it. You don't have to think about it. It just happens, and saving becomes ultimately automatic. All you have to do really is is work long enough where uh, your your savings amasses to where you you want it to be at the time, um, and then things become so much so much easier from from that standpoint. So really, don't make it easy on yourself to to, to spend money. Make it as automated as possible, um, and you will reach your your goals probably before you you even wanted to. Excellent. Well, and then uh, the the third step, obviously, is just what you're doing now. It's you're you're retired, and then being able to do the work that you want to do instead of being forced to do it. Is that right? Yeah, totally. And retirement, it you have to decide when the time is right, based on what your goal is, and based on how much you've saved, as well as how much you intend to spend after retirement. A lot of people get into the just one more year scenario where they're pretty comfortable right now with how much money they have and they think they're going to spend about this much after retirement. But what if this happens? What if a recession comes? What if this? What if that? And they keep pushing retirement out another six months, another year, another 18 months, whatever. So that that's pretty tough for a lot of people to to get their head around. Um, for me, I was really, I was the complete opposite. I wanted to retire a year ago <laughs> because I, I knew that our flexibility, both my, my wife and I are flexible enough where if things started to get a little bit tight, then we might spend less money. We might find odd jobs he, here or there. Um, so we were, we were a little bit more risk tolerance, I guess, um, with moving our retirement date up. Um, but some people aren't aren't like that. So really, choosing choosing your target retirement date um, that is a lot more difficult than than a lot of people probably realize. Excellent. So this is a this is these three steps: think, save, retire. These are all referenced on your website, and and your website is again thinksaveretire.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's great. that that's correct. Excellent. So yeah, if people want to learn a little bit more about um, how 
Steve and Courtney went about their lives here with this methodology, Think, Save, Retire. Please do go to that website, thinksaveretire.com. So, Steve, we're, we're just wrapping up a little bit, but I want to ask you one question. So let's go back to uh, Peter Gibbons from Office Space. You got this guy. Okay. Let's picture him. Uh-huh. And he's a mid-level IT guy, and he's making his way up the ladder, and he's got an opportunity to be promoted, but he's going to become very consumed with this job, and he's just not excited about it. What can Peter do besides smash a fax machine with a baseball bat <laughs> to retire early like you and escape uh, cubicle hell? He has to decide. Peter has to decide what he wants more. Does he does he want to retire early or or does he want the high paying, more stressful job? It's really that that simple. A or B. If he chooses A, he probably I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that he that, that he cannot pursue those those promotions, but he really has to have things in perspective and not get overwhelmed with the job aspect of it. If if Peter gets gets stressed and he starts hating his life because of his, uh, because of these job promotions and the added responsibility, that's probably not going to bode well for uh, for his future. So you really have have to pick a course. A, a or B, and if if I mean I I chose I certainly chose A, um, but I mean there, there's nothing necessarily wrong with choosing B, but you really have have to make that choice and go after it and uh, and not second guess yourself. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today, Steve. I really appreciate it. Uh, we've got the website thinksaveretire.com uh, uh, in our show notes, which I'll uh, have at the end of the show. And if people want to follow you and learn more about your journey, is that the best place to go, or are there other routes? Uh, that is that is the best place to go. Um, if you if you like videos, we have a, a YouTube channel. Um, I, I I have a Think Save Retire YouTube channel, which talks about some of the some money and financial aspects of what we're doing. Um, we also have another YouTube channel called A Stream in Life, um, and that's that really focuses on our our airstream, what we're doing, our explorations, our, our hiking, our organization, th- those kinds of, you know, small living exploration, um, th- those kinds of things that are, um, that we, we love to do. So, um, honestly, we maintain a stream in life's YouTube channel way more than, uh, things say retires because that's primarily blog based. A stream in life is primarily video based. Uh, so yeah, the, those are those are the three ways to uh, keep keep updated with what we're doing and where and really where we are uh, around the country. Excellent. Well, congratulations on this incredible uh, monumental feat that you did, man. This is uh, very inspiring, and I'm sure it's going to inspire a lot of people listening to this. Uh, thanks again for taking the time. Congratulations to you and Courtney on your new life, and best of luck to her in finishing up her job nine to five uh, <laughs> before the before the spring comes around. Well, thank you, Andy. It's been awesome being on on this podcast with you. I appreciate the invite. Been tons of fun. How inspiring! Steve and Courtney have some exciting years ahead of them for sure. Now, living at a KOA in an Airstream might not be everyone's ideal version of early retirement, but through my conversation with Steve, it definitely got me thinking about what we really need in life, or retirement for that matter. Steve mentioned that he used to think that owning a BMW 7 Series was his version of making it in this world. Then he quickly realized that owning a car like that 
wasn't important at all. In fact, his desire to get that luxury car probably factored into his long hours at a job he didn't even enjoy. If we let go of the stuff we don't really need in this world, early retirement can be a whole lot easier to attain. You may not be able to retire at 35 like Steve or live on $30,000 per year, but I'd like to ask you to consider all of the expenses, all of the purchases, all of the items sitting around your house right now. Are you working at a job that you don't enjoy to buy things that you don't really need? If your answer is no, then great. Email me and tell me how you're doing it. (laughs) Andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. If your answer is yes, take a hard look at your monthly spending habits and see what you can do to increase your saving and investing like Steve. I know I'm going to do this. What changes can you make so you can max out your 401k contributions at work or your annual Roth IRA contributions? Changes like these and taking action today can make a huge impact on your chances for early retirement. If you missed some of the resources and links mentioned in the show, I've got you covered. Please go to the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 13 to get all those financial goodies. Are you enjoying the show? I would really appreciate if you could go to iTunes and leave me a review. The more ratings I have, the more likely people will listen. And the more people listen, the better everyone's lives will be. And then the world gets happier, and so on and so on. I would really appreciate it, everyone. Thanks a lot. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Walt Disney. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Go get it, everyone. Carpe diem. <laughs>